Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There but for the grace of God, go with me. Where a nickel size hell and a damage hand win. We roll over New York. Never let us back in We blew out the lights Kick the windows in And when the law showed up Said they're gonna have to take us in They're scared of my music It's an odd one today It is an odd Friday It's a bleak Friday Not just because of the clouds, but some not great news last night about Demarius Thomas and his passing during Thursday night football. And it was during an insane game between the Vikings and the Steelers. Uh, so it's a, it's a bit of a bummer. And then you couple that with Dukes and Ant-Man and Joe all in a car together driving down to Tennessee. And I'll give the listeners here some inside skinny about what it's like working with Chad Dukes. I would say most bosses, when you're not with the boss, they're not calling you um, at really inconvenient times. Now, it can happen. Sometimes, uh, sometimes stuff pops up. But... It always seems like with a uh, with a big, I can't call it a project. It, it, it would be weird to call it a business. Um, but the infrastructure that is the Chad Dukes show. When I get a call from Dukes, and my initial thought is, did something go down? Did something go really well? Uh, what's up about the show? You know, are we thinking about a guest for the next week? Does he have a new segment idea, new pitch? Are we working on this? Are we working on that? You know, my mind is going a couple different directions. And very rarely is what I'm thinking the call is going to be about what the call is actually about. Now, today I got a call right before recording this. And, uh, I'm thinking, okay, it's a Friday. I'm doing the ins and outs because he's on the road. So maybe it's a um, something about the programming, something he wanted in, included in the Friday show. Uh, maybe check this email from, from E-Rock or whoever else has sent it. Maybe Josh sent over an email. Somebody could have done something like that. Could have had uh, something regarding the advertisers. And oh, Before I continue, we have to thank uh, Monk's Barbecue, the presenting sponsor of the show. Uh, the daily listeners, they always hear the... Um, the presenting sponsor, Monk's Barbecue, but if you are a once-a-week free listener, we have to give the big shouts to our presenting sponsor, Monk's Barbecue in Percival, Virginia, at Monk's BBQ on Instagram and Twitter. They are fantastic. If you are looking at this weekend saying, I have no plans, go to Monk's Barbecue. 
it's go- you're gonna want to you're gonna go there. You say, oh, I'm just gonna get some barbecue, maybe some brisket, maybe have a beer, and then you're gonna spend four hours there because there's so much to enjoy. So if you're like, oh, it's gonna be cold this weekend, it's gonna be this, that, whatever, go get some bourbon. It'll warm you right up. Go get. I had a burger there three weeks ago when we went to the Christmas tree farm. I haven't stopped thinking about it. I haven't had a better burger since. It's fantastic. Um, but the call today was not about Monk's Barbecue. And normally, I like calls about Monk's. I like calls about uh, other things. We have uh, we have conversations about the show. But at times, it, it, it'll definitely, I'll go, it'll be a different direction than what I was anticipating it to be. Today, I'm sitting here, you know, getting ready to do the ins and outs. Saying, okay, oh, here's Shoot calling me. Ring, 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 ring. All right, I'll pick it up. And uh, I should have known, and this is on me and my instincts, and I, I should have had the wherewithal to understand the situation. Because it was stated earlier on in the week, a couple things. He's going down to Tennessee today to watch the Titans game. He is planning on riding down with Ant-Man and Joe. So I'm like, okay, it could be about the Friday show. And then there's a slight chance it could be about the trip. Maybe Joe or Ant-Man were late and they're not going on the trip and he's giving me an update. Well, as of right now, they're all in the car uh, and they are just playing the hits. It's the uh, tour. What are you doing, you pussy? Uh, Don't you wish you were in this car sitting next to Joe playing Candy Crush? And I'm like, ah, I okay. And then, as I am, you know, still doing some work, the call continues to be extended, and then it just starts diving into different topics. And then Ant Man's there, so we're talking baseball cards somehow. Somehow that gets shoehorned into a conversation. Not a thing about Nashville. There was not one statement about Nashville, which is where they're going. And, I, and we're talking about baseball cards and Candy Crush, which is all Ant-Man and Joe care about. And I, there's a there's a YouTube channel, no free plugs, but it's Supreme Dreams, and they would do a uh, Olympics videos, uh, one of them being uh, a uh, instigating portion. Uh, Mark Phillips, I believe, was the gold medalist uh, for the U.S. in instigating. Dukes could take him. Dukes could take him in instigating. I, I guarantee it because a, a phone call <laughs> that should have been two minutes is now expanded five minutes. And now my for, for me, when I get hit with the don't try to get us off the phone, I, I'm, I'm sitting here like ah, maybe I do need to get off this phone because I'm just hearing the chuckles in the back. And I, I understand they're trying to have a fun time. Maybe they're all psyched up to get down there. They are. Um, and then I'm fine to call them, but maybe after 2 p.m. when this is released, maybe after two, we can all sit around and I'll get on the phone and they could be in the car going about what they're going to see, what they are seeing, doing this and that. And it's going to be a lot of content for next week. Uh, so if you are not a subscriber to the Chad Duke show and you are interested in hearing about the tales of Nashville and the Titans game featuring Dukes, Ant-Man, Joe, Jim Jester and Neil from Grand uh, uh, Grand Slam Barbecue, formerly whatever his affiliation is, they're all going down. 
if you like the beach shows, I, I think they were very strong. Um, but I am going to be on the outside looking in a little bit because I'm not going down to Nashville. So when we're looking at this, I think subscribers have a massive week ahead of them next week because what the hell could really happen in Nashville with all of them? And it could fill two hours. It might fill two hours. So if you're not a subscriber and this uh, Friday show today doesn't uh, incline you to listen I would recommend, strongly recommend, subscribing for next week. It's the big pitch. I I, got to give the big pitch. Subscribe for next week. It's going to be A1 material. Now, on today's show, we got some pretty good material. Sometimes we like to save the best stuff for the subscribers. I am saving for the subscribers. I'm saving the blade date. If you are a subscriber and you already heard that, then that's uh, that's for you because it's worth it for you. Today, we still got some really good stuff. My second, I believe, second favorite segment or second best received uh, segment of the week will be incorporated. This That's the uh, deviled eggs really getting a, uh, <laughs> really getting a, uh, a clutch on uh, Chad Dukes. I guess um, he hadn't had deviled eggs, or he has a very, very strong passion for them. So when they're around, it's uh, it's no holds barred. And I don't know if I've laughed harder doing the show than hearing him describe deviled eggs escapades. And you think that might be silly. You think it might sound silly. You're just going to have to listen, and then you'll understand. Uh, also, we're going to get to some of your questions on Ask Shoot. I feel like that's a that's a pretty good segment to incorporate on the Friday shows because you get to continue to learn a little bit about the show and uh, kind of our thought processes uh, when it comes to the questions. You get to kind of learn more about Dukes, uh, this iteration of Dukes, uh, a little bit about me, and then kind of how we operate a little bit. It's It's a good display for the show. And then... The return of what was a Friday show debut, uh, Bombs and Flubs, will be back on this episode as well. So when we're putting our best foot forward on Ask Shoot, we will then be taking two steps backward and uh, doing the Bombs and Flubs, and then a noise is what I'm going to tease also for that. It has been a very, very fun week, an odd week. Uh, we continued to learn more about each other. This, The beach trip from a couple weeks ago has maybe brought the show too close. We're all probably too close and probably been spending a little too much time together. That's why Shude's in Nashville, and uh, I'm sure I'll be getting the updates, but a little, a little breathing room ain't too bad. <laughs> I kid, I kid, not at all, um, but it's going to be a fun Friday show for everybody, and before that... Before we get to all the hilarity, I have to tell you all about Manscaped. And Manscaped is your one-stop shop destination for best gifts for the holidays with the Dukes code D-U-K-E-S at manscaped.com. I've been telling you all about them. You all have been very receptive the entire year. Uh, I know Joe Azer has been a sponsor since the uh, genesis of the show. And then big shouts to him. Uh, But coming in pretty close in second... Uh, Manscaped has been on, I believe, since February of 2021, 
and they have been a, a fantastic supporter, and that's only because you all like to ke- take care of your pubes and ball hair. And you know how you do that? With the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. And it's not just taking care of your pubes and your ball hair anymore, everybody. There's colognes, there's fragrances, shampoos, uh, body washes, anything. that, Whatever you could do to clean yourself up on your body, they can help you out with that. Nose hair trimmers, ear hair trimmers, exfoliators, lotions, anything. So if you're sitting around thinking, oh, what am I going to do? I'm going to go to the mall. I'm going to buy a Christmas gift at the mall and sit in Springfield Mall and that same dicks by the AMC and just wait in that line. I know you all know that line. It's a hideous line. Or you could just go to manscaped.com and then use the Duke's code to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping with the Duke's code at manscaped.com. Don't stand in any lines and get yourself looking right for the next year. This is the Chad Duke Show Friday show, and now, on with some of the best of this past week. Everybody, the Chad Duke Show Christmas playlist is live and active on Spotify. Go to the Chad Duke Show Spotify page, or just type in Chad Duke Show Christmas playlist, and you will have the best playlist for all of your holiday parties and festivities. I gotta say that uh, my wife has already hit a home run. I... For those of you that are thinking or assuming because you follow me on social media, I, I don't do the week-long birthday thing. I, I don't like the week-long birthday thing. All chicks I know do a week-long birthday thing. But what has been kind of nice is that uh, people start kind of uh, acknowledging my birthday uh, for a while. So I'm in the shop this weekend, and John Page dropped off a bottle of hooch, and Dempsey dropped off a gift. And like people are saying nice things and shooting stuff over. And I'm like, well, this is great. You know, it's, it, that that part of it, I I don't mind. It feels good to have well wishes from people that you like. My wife, for whatever reason, um, took the hint. She's not on social media, but I think shit gets back to her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've been not too subtle recently about my desire to have some deviled eggs. Um, I usually only encounter deviled eggs at parties and, uh, other people have made them a lot of the times as has been chronicled on this show. I am too aggressive when they're around. And so people then ca- use counter tactics, um, to make sure that I don't eat all of them. It's one of my favorite foods. If, if not my favorite food, yeah, well, they do like a rescue dog. It's strange. Yes. It's, it's very much the same. Uh, I think of it more like, um, Splinter cell. You know okay. what I mean? Like, you have to throw the little fucking sounder, and then the guy walks away, and then use a non-lethal takedown. Um, if there's deviled eggs around, and they're not pickled deviled you don't need to fuck with deviled eggs all that much. Um, they're pretty much perfect the way that they are. Right. A lot of places have switched to deep-fried deviled eggs, which are delicious, but I don't like as much because they're, they're very filling. I like to eat. It's strange, to If you put six hard-boiled eggs in front of me, I might be able to eat them. Um, I wouldn't enjoy it, and I, I like hard-boiled eggs. Um, if you put 12 deviled eggs in front of me, I'm crushing them, and I'm not even breaking a fucking stride. Do you feel the same way? Oh, yeah. The whole platter. What is that? I don't know. It, 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 uh, I'm trying to think of a, a comparison, because I'm the same way. Like uh, with You use the term forever food. I've heard you use that. The thing you think you could eat forever, right? Yeah. Mine's deviled eggs. I don't know that there's an amount... The only reason I've ever stopped eating deviled eggs is because I'm either embarrassed or I think other people might want some. That's it. It's the only reason I've, I've never stopped from I've had enough. It's never once not fucking happened. I don't know what that is. Um, 
I got home on Saturday after I uh, worked at the shop all day, and then I went down to do my uh, my Chad Duke show gaming stream, which, by the way, uh, has been going very well. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We've been doing one every day for Combat League, and it's been a lot of fun. I guess in between the time where I got home and I went downstairs, I came back upstairs, and my wife was making spaghetti for dinner, which is uh, about as strong as it gets. She had two pies in the oven, two homemade key lime pies, Gigantor. And my eyes at this point were as big as key lime pies. I was like, (laughs) holy shit. And then I saw... I saw the egg maker going, and I saw the big mixing bowl was out, and I was like, oh, it's fucking happening. Like, she could have brought home, like, she's like, I met this underwear model, and we're both going to take you upstairs. Like, it w- I would have been happy, but not as happy as I was when I saw the fucking, <laughs> when I saw the spaghetti for dinner, the key lime pies, and then the deviled eggs just being fucking uh, whipped up. And uh, it was a spectacular, and I told her, I said, look, uh, no gift necessary. Like if this is this is the formula. Like whatever my birthday rolls around, if you do this, you ain't got to spend a red fucking cent outside of this here concoction. Just spectacular. And as it turned out, the boys were coming over the next day to watch uh, football. So like I was able to walk out with the trays of deviled eggs. Like they're like holy shit. And then I were slicing up uh, pieces of pie for everybody. We turned out. And then uh, Ted's uh, wife sounds weird. Um, she makes these. Uh, have you had the sliders she makes? I have not. I've heard a lot about them. Oh, my God, dude. This is fucking fantastic food. She she made those for my birthday. I assume she made them for my birthday. And Ted brought over two trays of those. So we were just fucking eating like kings. We didn't order DoorDash once. Didn't order no pizza. Just eat like kings the entire Sunday. I don't know what it is. Like, when I was a kid, all I wanted was toys and action figures and shit. But I got to say, like, that is about as satisfying a fucking effort as anyone could possibly fucking made. Just for me personally. Now, was there anything taken away from the deviled eggs that they weren't being eaten before a party for others? We talked about that. Yeah. And um, I'd be lying if I said no, because... <laughs> it's like it's like people that smoke weed that say, I, now that it's legal, it, I, I it's lost It's not as magic. much fun, yeah. right? Like, well, I know a lot of people that, like, I'm like, why aren't you using a vape pen? Like, eh, fuck that. You know, they want to use this bowl, this archaic fucking... Right. Put, put a dried plant into a piece of fucking plaster and then smoke the... <laughs> smoke into your lungs it just sounds like something you should do like at fucking the original thanksgiving dinner um but people like the ritual I, you're you're 100 correct knowing that the deviled eggs were made for me and i could have as many as i want while i did enjoy them most assuredly it, it lessened it's like edging you know what i mean like if you know you're doing something wrong there's something erotic about it and I don't know why. I also love the anger after you do it. The anger is almost as satisfying. I can't believe how many you ate. Oh. Have you read that yell at you? <laughs> I spent all afternoon. Oh, what a monster. Uh, you know you feel the same way. Oh, that's so fucking funny. What is that, though? Do you think that's, you think that's in everybody? I think a little bit of that's in everybody. Because... I don't know. A lot of people, I feel like, want to walk around and try to be an up, upstanding citizen in society. And then when, when, sure. you, when you kind of break free a little bit and you do something, that's, oh, I want to break free. That's so not uh, accepted, like eating the, the eggs eating before all the, the party. Egg. Right, right. And then, then you're showing up at the party with one tray of deviled eggs. And I was like, what the fuck? Who's this going to feed? Um, yeah, and I did that. My mom, well, she made three trays. And to counterbalance what you're saying, and I knew the boys were coming over the next day, I stayed up late and I pummeled the, the first tray just by myself. 
just crushed it. And by the way, it was after dinner. Like, I'd already eaten enough, and I was full, but I'm like, fuck this. How often do you got the fresh deviled eggs in the fucking house? So just crushed the fucking tray. And then confidently just threw it right into the sink, because I'm like, these are my fucking... Can you clean yourself up? Get you fucking wipe your face? Just threw it right into the goddamn sink. And then uh, I did share two trays of deviled eggs with uh, people. I thought that was incredibly generous. Holy shit. Is that the silliest thing I've ever heard? I don't know why it's so true, though. Isn't it? Like that? That's not an exaggeration. No. You're not playing that up for the show. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. I don't know what it is, but it's uh, all everything. The truest fucking past five minutes of radio that I've ever done in my life. I think you had the the buildup of the wrestling memes and stuff like that. I'm, I, I'm oh, yes. Oh, he's still thinking about deviled eggs. I, was all, <laughs> that, I, I don't know if any of that worked, but here's what I can tell you. If, if, if you don't follow me on social media, I've been doing nothing but tweet pummeling the deviled eggs fucking memes out that I've been making for the past five or six days. I think it gets back to her. I think if I put something out into the ether enough, I never once went to her and said, I want deviled eggs. Like, I never said that to her. Yeah. But she just, I, she must have just picked it up, picked up on it. Very satisfying. My uh, my big one around the holidays is the uh, is the checks mix. Like okay, my mom will do the, but the in the oven checks. Yeah, 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 yeah. She'll yeah. do that, and then I, it's that's good stuff. Why'd you leave me all the peanuts? Why why is it why is it only pretzels? And and then I'm getting yelled at because I'm just eating the good <laughs> the good checks. Oh, you don't just you put the whole. Th- oh, that's an asshole move. You just eat everything out of it. Well, I could eat the whole tray, but I, you the know, whole like, tray. I'm always going back to the tray, and the, it's it's not. you got to eat the whole handful. Tor, that's a dick move. Well, everyone else is going for the pumpkin seeds, so I'm going for the pumpkin seeds. What yeah. kind of checks mix are you making? Well, that's in a different pan. The rest of the family likes pumpkin seeds. I'm not big on the pumpkin seeds. Hmm. And then I go with the, the checks mix. A little mix. oil on them, a little seasoning, yeah. a little salt. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty good. Yo, when is your mom going to make what the fuck? Am I allowed to ask about your mom? Sure. <laughs> Fucking narc. <laughs> What's she going to make with the stuff for the show? She's in the kitchen so long in the holidays. I like holiday fare. Uh, aren't you bringing a tray? I'll see if we can get a the tray. The whole tray? <laughs> We're doing a fucking Thursday show, right? We're doing the Fortress Film Society. Yeah. Let's get a tray of tours of Mama Sasquatch's uh, fair. That's a little short note. I'll see what, what I can do. I'll see what I can do. It's Monday, for God's sake. Oh, you're going to have to get over there and clean it up, pick it up. That's what you don't want to do, right? Yes, it's a- I guarantee if you said, hey, the boys want some moose munch, your fucking mom would make with it. She seems like an amenable lady. She probably would. All right. Well, let's get on that. <laughs> Goddamn, I'm tight. I'd like to wish you a big thank you to everyone who has already sent in videos from our live events this year. It's much appreciated, but if you haven't done so yet, send whatever clips you have to mailbag at chaddukeshow.com or message them to chaddukeshow on Instagram. All right. Uh, what should we do first, Tor? Should we do a little uh, ass shoot, reach out and touch the people where the bathing suit covers? Yeah, we can start with that. I always enjoy conversing with the audience. This is Ask Shoot. Send us your questions, comments, or queries to mailbag at chaddukeshow.com and we'll get to them on the show. All right. So, if you'd like to drop us a line, it is mailbag at chaddukeshow.com and if you'd like to drop us a voicemail, it is 385-645-5375. I believe that is... Um, I think it's three eight five Miller Light. I think is the uh, the number. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Which is always fun. That was a wild. That was, that was set up. I remember sitting in here with Erock trying to come <laughs> up with the phone number. God damn, that was almost a year ago, right? Just about. Had to be because we were getting ready to do the show, and we did the show in January, so it had to be a year ago. Crazy Jesus man, Christ. You get a taste of what it feels like to be in your late thirties and early forties, where time is just over in a blink of a fucking eye. You get a taste of that, young man. All right, uh, the main, uh, the rain in Maine falls mainly on the plane, so let's go out and ask Jay about it. Hey, guys, that. great show. Love it. Jay from Maine here. Hey, uh, K-1 
can't wait to see whose present you throw at this year, Dukes. Oh. Can't wait. Um, I heard, I was getting haircut today and heard the green door for the first time, I think, ever on the radio and immediately realized I had to go home and watch um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Jesus, I almost flamed out. Uh, Duke's wondering if you have a free, favorite musical moment in a movie. Like, is there a song that connects you to a movie and then you have to go and watch that movie? Thanks. See ya. Um, yeah, I mean... I, there's so many that it is very, very difficult to... There, There's five or six, though, that are at the tip. I mean, I would say the most synonymous is stuck in the middle with you by uh Steelers Wheel from um Reservoir Dogs. I mean that immediately it immediately transports me into that warehouse with Michael Madsen dancing around with the fucking straight razor and throwing the gasoline on the cop. You finished? Oh, what a, you what through? A, what a despicable scene. He's a fucking <laughs> madman in that movie. Um Shaboom by the Chords uh takes me right into the heart of uh Clue, the movie Clue, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. There's a song that play. It's not a song. Is he talking about a soundtrack or a song, though? I think he's talking about a song. Because the soundtrack is different, you right. know. If it's just there's a there's a song that plays as uh, the Wyatts and Doc Holliday are walking down the street and fucking tombstones like don't look. It's this crazy fucking the the scene in. There will be blood. We've talked about it a million oh, yeah, yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. When he's his kid, the fucking rig blows up, and his kid's losing his hearing, and he's running away from the big flaming ring, and it's got just this insane fucking soundtrack. Don't don't. It's like all this fucking it's percussion. The, yeah. That I mean that all I think about when I hear that is I think of, uh, I think of that movie. So I don't know. It's difficult though. It would be good to put together a list of songs. Uh, Back in time, uh, Huey Lewis in the news immediately. Any basically anything. Power of Love immediately puts me in fucking Hill Valley. So um, you know, there's a list as long as you're you're fucking. Armed. I can't hear Huey Lewis in the news without thinking this was their first real radio hit. Oh, so it's American Psycho. Yeah, for yeah, you yeah that's where I go saying. with it. There's another one. Shit. Oh, uh, Kiss from a Rose. Batman fucking forever. It's yeah. just so goddamn. They're so intertwined. That soundtrack, I feel like, was big. Those Batman movies, that, they still were the biggest things on the planet back then when they would come out, even though that one's a bit of a mess. All right. Uh, that's, a good, uh, that's a good question. It's a bit, uh, you know, generic, but I, I think that it's, it starts a good conversation. I'll, I'll have to... I want to further peruse the song versus soundtrack portion of that argument. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, the score to Terminator 2 or the score to Star Wars or... Oh, dude, you know what we're missing? Push it to the limit, fucking oh, Scarface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what else is going to make you think more about a movie than all the shit songs in that one? <laughs> We've got so many Scarface songs downloaded on us. Give me. Yeah, yeah. Why aren't you playing them more often, for God's <laughs> sakes? I can't, I'd like to never get out of the Scarface music. <laughs> Uh, let's head out to, oh, one of your favorite callers, uh, Gigantor. Hey, Tor, hey, shoot. Danny in Rochester. D-Man, the D-Man in the house. I, I just finished D-Man, the D-Man, do it again. And you ended it, Chad, by saying that Tor is a contrarian. And I had a theory about this, about his generation. And I wanted your guys' thoughts on it. When we were kids... D-Man in the house! I'm, I'm whatever the slightly older than a millennial is. We thought that our parents, what our parents liked and what our parents did... D-Man, do it again. And, ...and lame. And that's what we disliked. But now, for Tor's generation, not saying anything about Tor. Tor's a good guy. D-Man in the house! For Tor's generation, parents don't 
parent anymore. They don't, they don't do it. What they do is they allow the world, movies, the media, teachers, those people to parent those kids. And now they just think everything sucks. Uh, you know, there have always been emo generations and goth generations and shit that thought the world sucked, but these hey, ones, man, do they it again. think the world uh, is awful and uh, nothing's good and nothing's funny. And I kind of want your guys to uh, take on that I because I think that's a plague that's happening. Demon in the uh, house! In the anyway, Demon in the house. Bye. D-Man, do it again. I get what he, it was very long-winded, uh, D-Man. I uh, I definitely get what you're saying, and it's interesting. Um, yeah, I would agree. Whatever that it takes, the village shit that fucking went around goddamn 15 years ago, it, it really does. It's the same. I think what you're talking about is the same reason why if my dad took me to a bar where he was drinking, there would be a fucking shitstorm when he got home. And now every single couple in America feels free to take their kids to breweries. And while they're drinking, the kids just go running around because it's everybody else's problem. Everybody has the Christ child um, and nobody can criticize parents whatsoever. But parents can uh, just kind of expect everybody else to, to, to mold society around their kids. I, I didn't have kids. And yet everything that I do in my life is fucking affected because of your kids. And, and it's great that you had kids for you. Um, I would have thought twice about it, but... You know, I, I don't know why I, I I can't get away how much of my fucking tax dollars goes towards school. Like it's like 60 to 70. It's, it's some astronomical number. And I know that it's to keep society going, but it's like, how about those of us that aren't using that service? Maybe we can get a little break, you know, maybe we can get a little bit of relief from that. But um, I don't know. Do you feel that's a good assessment of you, Tor? Do you feel that's uh, spot on? I mean, his assessment of the of our generation, my generation. It's a shit generation, to be certain. Being incredibly uh, pessimistic about life. There's a lot of reasons. Are you pessimistic about life? I, I don't know. For as long as we've been watching TV, it's okay. The, the Earth's going to die. And then we're like, okay, well, we didn't grow up where we weren't here. And the Earth's going to die. I don't even know if, if you grew up when you weren't here. In that 100%. Also. We just called it the ozone layer. It was nonstop ozone layer talk when I was a kid. And now it's everybody's talking about UN summits and how we literally only have like five years now to correct everything. We're like, oh, okay, that's I all guess, bullshit. I guess that's how it's going to work. Look, here's here's what the, the I, I think symptomatically we all go through a, a, this. We all go through a lot of the same issues. What I will say is this is as soft probably as we've ever been. Rogan oh, yeah. posted this meme where it's like hard times equal make hard men, which make good times, which make weak men, which make hard times. And it's like, okay, maybe that's a bit simplistic. But I've always said this. The quality of life that we currently enjoy in this country, no one's ever seen it before. You can be poor and still have a big screen TV and Wi-Fi in your house. You know what I mean? Like, it just didn't used to be that way. Um... And now it is. And now we're, we're having people that are just, they don't even have to go to work. I was reading an article today about record numbers that these fucking employers are, are so many of their employees are just walking off and saying, we're not going to work here anymore. That they're having to re, they're interviewing, basically they're the ones doing the interview with the employee to try to keep them there. It's fucking crazy. So um, I think a lot of that just breeds like this, you invent problems, you, you invent issues for yourself to have because your life is so good and you want your cause to fight and... We don't have as many of them anymore, but um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Every generation thinks that there's the generation that's coming after them is the one that's going to end society, and it hasn't happened yet for us in America. Maybe this is the one. 
but it hasn't happened yet. And, and I, I like going back and talking to Ted because he's so fucking old. And he tells me about the 60s. And he goes, the 60s were just as crazy as what's going on right now. Right. Just as fucking insane. And, of course, he was in his 30s going to law school back then. All right. Uh, let's go out to only Maryland. Only Maryland. Let me hit it. Merry Christmas, fellas, and happy birthday to you, Big Shoot. Thank you. This is Mike from Only, founding member and proud member of the 2PM crew. A couple weeks ago, when you guys were doing the remote episode from the Christmas tree farm, you both asked each other what your favorite part of the Christmas season was. And you both kind of agreed that giving gifts is what you would look forward to the most. My question to you both is, has there ever been a gift that you've given to a spouse, family member, or friend that you thought was a slam dunk home run but just didn't get the reaction you were hoping for from the recipient? <laughs> Thanks, fellas. It's been an amazing year of show, and I cannot wait what you have in store for us listeners in 2022. Uh, thank you, Mike. You're very kind there. Um, yeah, you just described every Christmas for me and every birthday for me. I never I, – I, that is something that I have to figure out what I'm doing wrong because, I mean, you see it on the show. I mean, when we do giveaways on the show, nobody wants what I'm giving away. When I – I gave Ted, I got Ted that, that Chase Young Dorsey art print framed up real nice. Yeah. He looked at it, put it right down on the fucking floor, didn't even say thank you. Like, I I don't know what it is about me and my inability to give. My, my, I gave my wife a gift last year that she didn't remember that I gave her. I showed her a picture of it, and she didn't remember that I gave it to her. Now, you know, that we all have lives, and we all forget things, so I don't want to be too judgmental. But, yeah, I, I can't tell you how many times I bought someone a really nice gift I've given it to them, and they just don't feel the same way about it that I do. And well, that's why gift giving for me tour is the best and worst part of the season because I'm good for two or three of those fuck ups every single year. That's why I like giving a fucking um, bourbon to your dad. You've told me three times how much you enjoyed the bourbon. I'm like, oh, that's nice. That's that's nice to fucking hear because it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, he'll be uh, he'll be drinking that on, on New Year's, or Christmas I, Eve. It really sad stuff. to it's me just... that he still has that fucking bottle. Tell him I'll get him another bottle. Okay. I'm worried that he's just so cheap that he won't drink the bottle because he doesn't want it to go away. Is that is that the case? No, I think he enjoys having it. He like, enjoys looking at it, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> I wish people. It's a nice bottle of bourbon. It ain't that nice. He ain't drinking Pappy Twenty. Is all I'm saying. I bought him a fucking hundred dollar bottle of bourbon here out. Yeah, but he's you know he'll buy himself nice fishing gear and good good tools he won't spit, and stuff but it's like bottom that. Bottom shelf for hooch. But, huh? but for for alcohol, he's not really a, a, a top shelf. Not a Canadian mist. Or I mean, it's not like he he drinks bad liquor. It's it's like he just doesn't uh, splurge on that. He doesn't drink liquor that often. Okay. So it's like oh, when he sees a good bottle, he's like sure. He went uh, to hang out with his boss one time. He's like oh, we were drinking Blantons. It was awesome. I'm like oh. Yeah. And he would never buy that for himself. No. Why don't you give him a nice bottle of Chivas like Ant-Man does for all of his hookers? <laughs> I think he'd enjoy that. He could drink Chivas like a gentleman in the house waiting for you to come back and sleep there the next night. Because I'm sure it happened the next night. Uh, I'm the Chivas. I'm staying there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you, uh, is that old dusty bottle still down there? Oh, yeah. It's so embarrassing. Throw that out. I'll get you a nice fresh bottle. Okay. Um, <laughs> did you ever give it a gift you thought would be great and it wasn't? Um... I don't know. I, I I really started stepping up recently, and that's not a brag. It's just you did good on Christmas in June, from what I recall. It was just I look back at some of my gifts previously. I'm like, ah, I could have done better. Um, they were received politely, uh, which I appreciate, uh, but I wasn't putting in enough effort for me to really feel the sting. If I really did, and it, it got returned uh, reciprocated poorly, 
Um, but I don't give that many gifts. I give gifts to my family. I gave gifts to my girlfriends when I had them, which was a while ago. <laughs> I don't even remember what. I mean, that's there's still a 19 in the yeah. date, I think, when that took place. <laughs> I don't even think we got into a 2-0 at that point when we were fucking in those days. <laughs> my God, dude. What about this new girlfriend that you have? When are you still going to yeah. start bringing her around? Oh, not a new girlfriend. Start bringing her around here at the studio. She's never coming around. Oh, I want her to see her. I got to get my paws on her. Um... Have you ever had anybody fucking do anything like uh, throw the gift that, that you give them over a fucking beam and have them sit there for three years? No. Um, one time I, I, I had the... I actually got a... Uh, I bought a, a very nice purse. Or not okay. a purse, but a little a little handbag. For you? Uh, no, no, no. For, for a girlfriend. Oh. Uh, my first girlfriend. Why are you throwing up air quotes? And then, <laughs> and then uh, I searched really hard for it. I got the exact one she wanted. And then I, I got a belt in return because um, I guess I didn't have one at the time. Your ass was just hanging out everywhere. I, I was pretty, pretty like, oh, okay. So that's, I guess, and then we broke up like a, a year later. That if someone Christmas. gave me a <laughs> belt for a Christmas present, unless I specifically asked for that, I, I probably would hit him with a, why don't you just save your fucking money? You know, because clearly you didn't care enough to do anything, and I, this is insulting for both of us now. I would probably be a huge asshole if someone did that for me. Yeah, that's a bad bit. Was it like a designer belt? No, not no. It was it was just a regular belt. Cause I got, I think my brother one time gave me a nice belt with like a big belt buckle on yeah. the front of it with like a fucking you know cowboy and an Indian. Like that's that's cool. Yeah, I mean if it's if it's a designer belt, it's like a hundred dollar belt, which I think are still kind stinks. of it's still a little ludicrous. Also, but, you think it'll last that long with the strain it's under with you? You imagine a buckle just shoots across the fucking. Oh, it's on the last loop. The first time you fucking sit down after having a double brisket burger, that fucking buckle's going flying across the room into somebody's eye. That'd be rough. I buy you no know, gift like that. Appreciate it. Unless it's elastic, you know, Ant Man wears only in uh, solely elastic belts. Have you ever seen him? Uh, yeah, yeah. And they don't keep his pants up at all. I'd, I'd rather just punch a hole into the belt myself than well, go. You run elastic. out of real estate at some point, though. You know what I mean? Like eventually, you're punching holes into the air. That ain't where you want to be. Yeah, no belts. Who, who's got me for Secret Santa? Do you know? I don't know. Don't fuck up. Whatever had, you do, don't fuck up. I had a teammate that had a, a five XL belt. And he, he actually had to drill holes uh, inwards on it to give a gift. Inwards? Yeah, because he was like uh, 360 pounds when he showed up. Jesus Christ. And then he got on the, the after-practice conditioning program. Oh, because, because he was he 360 was, yeah. pounds? So then he was, when he was down sitting at like a comfortable 315. Oh, he wow. Like, felt. He was like... Matthew McConaughey. He, he had to like put new holes into his belt. So he had half of the belt wrapped around the half of his ass. He's making that shit work. <laughs> he's fucking... He's, not, he's cheap like you. Do you have anybody that's, that won't... Fu- that'll spend a buck? I, anybody in your fucking life? <laughs> It doesn't feel like it. I don't know. Everybody seems very, fi- <laughs> I'll say fiscally responsible, but skin flintish is what I mean. All right, Tor, let's go to the mailbag here. Sounds uh, good. I've listened to talk radio for 30 years now. It seems like one of the running bits is the host's contract negotiations. In radio, that shit is of a business that the contracts and negotiations are laborious and arduous, or is it just an easy bit? What is he at? I don't understand. Sean of Maryland. Uh, is it really that... Uh, strainful of a process or is it just kind of like oh i'll talk about it for some fodder uh sometimes um i don't i don't think i ever talked i don't i probably left most of that behind the scenes with me personally because it was sports talk radio um stern i think started that with the bitching and the moaning about the i mean stern threatened to retire his entire career I mean, you go back and listen to Stern in the early 90s. He's saying, I'm going to retire. I'm leaving radio. I'm becoming an actor. And, you know, how old is he now? 70? And he, he's still in radio. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, 
I, I know that they always want you to take less money and you always want more money. And also, it's different where if you have ratings as opposed to when you don't. They, one time I didn't have ratings. They took half my fucking salary. Half of it. And then I did. And then I got a huge chunk back. And it's like the vacillation is fucking crazy but the thing about negotiations in radio is 100% of everyone wants your job and thinks they can do your job so you always have people breathing down your fucking neck and they're always that's it's ironic that I got fired before the junkies did but one of the things about the junkies that I was always nervous about was their the, the salary of the entire show man there were some lean times they made it through you know times where successful shows were getting blown out left and right just because that price tag was too high right um so I was always kind of in the pocket with that, like, you know, didn't want to be too greedy, but also I also got fucked my whole career because I went from when they took me from middays with Oscar, where we're making $50,000 a year. Th think about like what they're basing my afternoon salary on then doing that with LeVar. It's like what Michael Mara was making was a hundred times what I was. I never got to where he was like ever, 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 because I started off. It's such you know a low spot with the company, and they always use that against me. Like, right. well, we're giving you twenty percent raise. I'm like, yeah, but I'm, you're still paying me one one hundredth what the other guy that was up before you that I replaced was making at the end of it. You got Craig Heiss out there renting a convertible. That's right. Craig Jumping Heiss is fucking flying out of convertibles <laughs> like the six million dollar man. I don't got a pot to piss in. Oh, I, I don't got I don't got a lot of complaints financially. I do not have a lot of complaints. Um, Dukes, I keep seeing these advertisements for Yellowstone spinoff 1883 Yellowstone origin story that premieres on the 19th. Curious where they think they will take the show. Are you excited? The problem stock of corn. Oh, I'm surprised he got through. Um, you are a huge problem stock of corn. I will give you that. Um, I, th this season of Yellowstone is so fucking boring that I haven't even talked about it on the show. Uh, it bums me out because it's my favorite show on TV, but it's it's the show is just be they're just the, the story I don't care about Jimmy I don't care about Casey's wife um I don't I, I have watched Taylor Sheridan ride a horse in a circle now for 45 fucking minutes straight probably if you cut all the the, the sequences of him riding around in a circle sure and God bless him. If I had my own TV show and I was really good riding a horse, I probably would try to put myself in there doing that. I love that guy and I love his movies and his shows, but I'm like, I just feel like there's a lot of punting here. And I think there's a lot of setting up for storylines and maybe we'll have a payoffs in two and three seasons. And the whole show is about, you, you don't get a lot of Kevin Costner. You don't get a lot of uh, his sons. It's it's Beth and it's uh, this fucking kid. <laughs> Whenever they bring in a kid, there's a shit kid and like the whole show revolves around the shit kid. Like, you know, the best character in the show is Rip. And Rip doesn't do anything in the show anymore. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's uh, It bums me out. They, they showed a couple of clips during the season of this prequel. Tim McGraw is the, uh, is the protagonist in this show, which I don't know. It's tough for me not to just look at him and say, well, there's Tim McGraw. Uh, but Sam Elliott's in it, and it's a Western. So I'll check it out. I, I don't... I don't see how it can capture anything like what Yellowstone is when it's in 1886 or whatever the fuck that it is. You know, it's just going it, to, it's so much earlier that it'll be a Western show. But I love Westerns. And I think Taylor Sheridan does a great job with neo Westerns. So if he's going to take a crack at a more traditional one, I'll, I'll definitely watch it. The, uh, the Bro Dog House has been addicted to Yellowstone. Really? What I've, season are they on? I've been catching some, I think they're mid season three right now. The first three seasons of Yellowstone 
Some of the most scintillating television I've ever watched. I've Absolutely been, spectacular. I've been catching some of the clips, but I don't want to sit down and, and get you know get too much of it. I saw the. Uh, Do you ever commit to anything? Like, is there anything that you want to get too much? Everything you you talk about, those like okay. I saw one minute of it, two minutes of it. Well, they're in season three, so I don't. Want, I, I saw the big gas station fight where uh, where Bunny was beating the shit out of the uh, guy with the knife and the the earrings. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, he just got broken up with somebody on the show okay. with, with the hat and, the, and he just beat. The He's shit got a hat. I'm trying. To, I, I'm trying. <laughs> he pulled. He, he just got broken up. You don't with, know anyone's names, and you're talking about two seasons ago. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. It was a great fight. Why don't you watch the show? All the okay. episodes are available. Yeah, you I might know. dig it. You don't have a lot going on. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't feel like you're not too busy to watch a show. You might dig it, especially if your household is watching it. Yeah. I'm saying that as compared to the excellent standard they set after the first episode of this season, it has been, I would say, lackluster. But again, that's what happens when you are excellent at something. It's very tough to maintain that level of excellence. If you're asking me if I'll check out 1883, the answer, of course, is yes. Uh, Chad, I've been listening to you for like 12 years, and of many of the things that stand out about your legendary career, that's a sad statement, sir. Um, is your love of dogs. I just lost my best friend after 11 years, and I'm aching. I can't stand the loneliness. Oh, that sucks to hear. Uh, so I want to get a new dog, but I've also been told not to rush it. As someone who is burdened with great purpose, uh, could you give me some advice on the timetable for that sort of thing? I can't remember how long you waited to get Ripley, but like you, I'm married and my wife also wants to get a new pet, so we're just sort of waiting because people tell us to. Love your advice. As it was your advice that helped me uh, most to know when to put my dog down so I wasn't making him suffer. Huh, that's interesting. A fan for life, Mike from Arizona. I don't know if I've ever given out advice on when to put your dog down. I know that Tor shouldn't own a dog, and I know that he threatened to beat a dog to death with a baseball bat. That dog should have been put down two years ago. Is the dog still around? Nah, that dog got put down. That's good, right? And I he, was happy. Humanely? Yes, humanely. Right, glad to hear I that. was nowhere near the scene. I'm glad to hear that, too. No axe handles anywhere near or no, around you? That was very hyperbolic, but it came off very poorly in my It didn't opinion. seem all that hyperbolic um, at the time. If I think if you pulled the audio, you might feel the same way. Um, <laughs> as far as dogs go, I, look, I'm not a vet. I'm not going to tell you when to put your dog down. Um... It, it, I think it's the it's it's a very personal decision tour. I really do. Um, I think that not rushing into getting a new dog is probably solid advice. But you don't want to hear from me because I I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to get Ripley. I uh, when when Murray passed away, I was fucking destroyed. Like I was. It it took me years, and I can still. The weird part about a tour is like if I get if I think about it enough, I can put myself right back into that day, and I'm just as tormented by it. I've, I've never dealt with it. Um, it hit me way harder than I think it hits a lot of people. A lot of people put their dog down, they get a new puppy for Christmas that year. Like I, For me, it wasn't that way at all. Um, and I'm really glad my wife forced me to get a dog. She wanted, she aggressively pursued a rescue. Um, I would, you know, ask that you get a rescue dog. I would ask that you not go to a breeder and support that. I know it's tempting, but um, I would at least ask you to do that. She went to a bunch of fucking adoption things, and you know there's a bunch of, of puppies that were abandoned on the, the, the pregnant dog on the side of the road, and Ripley had parvo, and she had all kinds of fucking issues, and I, I was against it. I didn't want another dog. I wasn't over uh, Murray, and uh, finally when I went out, and of course, what happens is if you are if you go out and the dog is available, you're gonna come home with a dog. So just know that because when we finally went out, and she said you need to meet her. I you know picked her up and I said, "All right, 
that's it. And I just started walking towards the fucking car. They're like, no, you need to fill out some paperwork. <laughs> By the way, it's an adoption <laughs> event. Uh, other people might want to adopt the dog. And I, it was nice because, and I almost there was a, there was adult dogs there too, uh-huh. and there was one just kind of chilling by the fucking uh, end of the island. I was like, we're taking that one too. She's like, we can't take another, do- we can't take two at the same time. And this is a puppy. And I was like, well, you can't bring me to these things because we're gonna fucking leave with three dogs. Like I can't be around it. Um, a guy came up to me and he said, that was with the rescue, and he said, just walk down that aisle with the dog. He said, I'll come get you in 20 minutes. And I said, okay. So Ripley and I walked down the aisle, and I just uh, I held her like a football, and she slept. She immediately fell asleep. And uh, I guess it was so nobody else could see her and put in an application. Sure. I won't say where it was, but it was very nice of him to do that. Uh, then my wife filled out all the paperwork and then uh, drove her home. I got a picture of her the day that we drove her home, which is uh, this fucking big. And where I knew she was a trooper is she fell asleep in the car on the way home. And Murray was a fucking nightmare. Like, he wouldn't even sit in a car. We drove out the Phoenix tour. He stood for three days. <laughs> He stood for three days in the back seat, bitter, bitter as fuck, just bitter as shit. He was a fucking mental case. And I feel bad for him, too, because, like, he had to live with just me, and nobody should have to live with just me. Shit, is that funny? And and, and Ripley's had my wife with her the whole time, so she gets the $300 bags of food, and she goes to daycare and gets her nails done and gets back. And my wife brushes her teeth and, you know, the shit you're supposed to do yeah. as a dog owner. And Murray was just with me. So, like, he'd go everywhere with me, but he's eating peanut butter sandwiches. And I didn't give him his medication. It just was a fucking nightmare. So, um, I don't know if that answers your question, sir. But I think if you believe you're ready, uh, then you should go get a dog. Right. Is what I mean. Especially if you know how to raise a dog. Hey, everyone. If you haven't become a Facebook supporter of The Chad Duke Show or want more information, head to Chad Duke Show on Facebook and click the supporter hub tab. It's $5 a month. You'll get access to all the video content from our bonus shows and Friday night boot manis. All right, Tor, on to your, uh, this is your time to shine. Uh, tell everybody what Bombs and Flubs is. This is a segment that Tor and I came up with us. That's right. Nobody else, uh, no one else on radio has ever done a segment called Bombs and Flubs, and we're very, very proud of that. Uh, what does this segment entail? It entails uh, oh. maybe something like that. Oh, Ver- verbal gaffes, uh, noises, stumblings. Uh, leaving words out of sentences. What about rumblings? Uh, there could be some rumblings. What about mumblings? <laughs> Any of those? Uh, bumbling, maybe. Bumbling? Through your words. Uh, it is just uh, what you're not supposed to do as a broadcaster. You sh- you're supposed to be able to speak, and then at times we can't. Uh, Ideally. Yeah. <laughs> Ideally, you should be able to get through a couple of chain sentences together based on a premise. But it's uh, I've been uh, tracking them ever since. I, I had a bad week a couple weeks ago. Where real, real down bad. I couldn't speak, and I had a, a, a foggy mind, and nothing was coming out properly. Uh, so and then was, you wrecked your car and your dad's car the yeah, same night. And then it was, a, and it was, it was a rather big strafing run. And right, right. at the end of it, on Thursday, Duke said, "Why don't you just go back and pull all the." <laughs> It was a bad week. But that was a week where you were like talking for three minutes and nothing made any sense. Like, I was worried about you. And the last uh, edition of Bombs and Flubs came, I believe, two or three Friday shows ago. Uh, So, if you need a reference point, you can listen to that. That was just from one episode, a terrible Thursday for me. Was it called Brain Cloud? I think that was the name of the episode. (laughs) No, that was Nort Dort or something. Oh, Nort Dort. I was Why the, did you say Nort Dort again? I don't remember. You kept saying Nort, and I couldn't figure out what you were talking about. It just about. came out. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, I tell you, it didn't just come out during your date, your hog. 
but over the last no relief. <laughs> three weeks I've been tracking here. Uh, we have we have nine today. Three weeks. Yeah, we have nine. All right, now are you going to play them all rapid fire? Or are you going to play them and then react? We'll do one at a time. All right, did, are you going to set them up? I think I remember you setting them up. Yeah, I could set them up. Oh, I'd love to hear it. Uh, the, the clip number one uh, from our last uh, Fortress Film Society. Oh. Uh, maybe a show character, me, got a uh, a famous actor's name confused. Okay. So uh, I'd like to hear this. Listen to this. And you picked this movie. It looked interesting to okay. me uh, because, I don't know, Ed Hardy. In the trailer when I was watching. Ed Hardy. Wow. Is it is it still time to edit for tomorrow? Uh, hey, I don't know if you heard today's episode. Yeah. It, well, actually, Friday's episode. <laughs> yeah. The fucking strafing run. Uh, the tour has been on this week. Ed Hardy. Who are you trying to say? Tom Hardy. Oh, Tom Hardy. Yes, the actor Tom Hardy, not Ed Hardy, I believe, the wrestler. No, Ed Hardy's not a uh, wrestler. Well, wow, put, put that, that in for next week. In? My God, you just had a bombs and flub while you're describing a bombs and flub. What a dum-dum. That's Matt Hardy oh. and Jeff Hardy. I think that's who you're referring to. Yeah. No, Ed Hardy makes the uh, ostentatious clothing. Oh, yeah. Is, uh, is who you're thinking of. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Man, I love Ed Hardy. He's the best, though, in fucking Inception. I mean, I like him when he plays Bane, but in Inception is where he really shines. All right. Uh, well, that's a good one. I'm glad you I'm glad you kept that for prosperity. Yeah, I, I felt like I had to. We spent about five minutes on it. I did. Doing, doing Ed I Hardy did. jokes. good shtick. Uh, clip number two, uh, Dotson Flow. Oh. And that's a little one, but it got called out, so I marked it, and I did pull it. I think I have it over here, don't oh, I? Do you? Is it right here? <laughs> I, think this is I don't bet on sports, but I like betting on the Oscars. Is that it right there? Uh, that is not it. I'll tell you what, that's a flub. You don't want to give me that fucking <laughs> thing, sound file for the rest of the time. Uh, but this is uh, Dotson just combining a couple words. Let's hear it. Phone number. I, yeah, I determined I hate you. Yeah, yeah. Like It's that. all on the table. Uh, Sator walks in, and I'm like, hey, man. Sator. Here's- that's not bad at all. It's, not, it's a light one. Let me hear it again. Sator? Uh, yeah, Sator. Phone number. I, yeah, oh, I determined I hate you. Yeah, yeah. Like It's that. all on the table. Uh, Sator walks in. I'm like, hey, man. Sator. Here's- he definitely says Sator, but I think you're throwing that in to deflect away from the fact that you're the primary focus of bombs and flows. Oh, I got a ton in here. Okay. So I, 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 That's I would, not bad at all. I'd like to go, you know, it's a mixed bag. So Sator, I, I think, is the big demon <laughs> that fucking Thor fights at the end of that fucking latest Thor movie, Love and Honey, or whatever yeah. that shit is. Sator. <laughs> All right, let's hear. Uh, uh, you want to hear the next one? No, or I want to again. I, no, I, want to, I want to set up for the next one. The next one here, uh, clip three. Uh, this is me trying to pronounce uh, an actor's name or a comedian's name rather during the Fortress Film Society as well. The that, same fucking episode? Was, yeah, I was awful that episode. Jesus Christ! I was uh, I was terrible. So we'll uh, give this a listen. I just bought the 4K of Ghostbusters the other Did day. Did you really? Just because I was like, I would like to have this on optical yeah, media for the you? rest of my life. I have it right in my right in my front oh, pocket. The highest it was possible uh, Roy Woods Junior. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Who? Roy Woods Jr. What is he saying? Roy Roy, Roy Woods, Woods Jr. Jr. So, so, I don't know who that is. Roy Woods. But he didn't say Roy. He said something I said else. Roy. I was talking over him. Fucking capture that. Yeah, what are you trying to say there? Roy Woods Jr. Who the fuck is that? He's a comedian. I've never heard of him, first of all. Yeah. And you kept saying it like everyone knows who that is. I I know. But what's the flub? Uh, Roy Woods Jr. Oh, you said Roy Woods said, Jr. I said Roy Woods Jr. and then Roy Woods Jr. in the second one. Okay. There, so there were a couple I didn't hear any of that. I just don't know who Roy Woods Jr. is. That, so that's a, that's a tough one for that me. That could have been in the uh, the bomb also category. I like how excited you are whenever you have like a piece of information that nobody's aware of that, so that you think is common knowledge. Like, here we go. This is going to be. I'm going to hit a home run the here. You guys are going to really love me after I say this. <laughs> Monkey might come down and start fishing with me after I say Roy Woods Jr. <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea. Is that a comedian, a young person? Uh, 
middle-aged guy. Okay. Yeah. Never heard of him. I think he's pretty, uh, pretty funny, uh, but... Someone who's not very funny is clip number four. You're being, a, you're being a little nitpicky. You're being a little hard on yourself, I would say, so far. I would say so, but maybe we'll... Turn it around right here? Yeah. Let's uh, see number four. Four. Cinnamon Graham Toast Crunch will feature graham cracker flavored pieces con- combined with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, Reese's Puffs Cluster Crunch is going to be a new version what? of Reese's Puffs made with crispy cluster... Reese's. 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 Not Reese's. 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 Reese's Puffs me. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Sorry, my brain reset. Say the goddamn name of the uh, cereal. Reese's Re- Reese's Puffs. <laughs> Reese's Puffs. Come on, let's say it one more time. Reese's Puffs. <laughs> I didn't even say it the right way there either. Yeah, uh, Ant Man really shouldn't count in this, but uh, that was a fucking that was a that was a twelve second fuck up though. I mean, he the entire time he was just tripping all over himself. The re- 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 dude. The- <laughs> That proverbial grandfather clock was at the bottom of that sentence, and he just was smashing right the fuck into it. What a goddamn nightmare! Oh, That's a good man. one. Thanks. I like. I think you should definitely include at least one Ant Man. Oh there. yeah, we might have another one coming up. Is it in this? Uh, it would be in this uh, iteration as well. I'm uh, sorry, I'm distracted. Uh, Kathy Pizzo just left a very long comment on one of our social media accounts. Oh. I always look at it. I'm like, oh Christ, is this going to be bad? But it never is. It's always her just thinking it's everything's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, our next clip. Hey is, man, could you get a hold of your mom, please? Thank you. Is a is a shoed clip. Shoed, and it's not a uh, a shoed bomb or flub, but a sound. Impossible! That, I've never made a mistake ever doing this show. Well, this is uh, something that I feel like. Uh, is it this sound right here? Uh, <laughs> that it, sound? It is not that sound. <laughs> That's a popular sound that I make from time to time. But uh, maybe we could get a listen to this sound. Let's hear it. By the way, I got to give you credit. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Oh. I got to start giving you credit for it. Um, you gotta be shitting me! When was that? That was at the be- uh, at the beach. What? I think it was at the back half of one of the shows that we were doing. It was at the back half, all right. Oh, yeah. The back half of me. Let me hear that again. I can't even believe that. By the way, I gotta give you credit. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Oh. I gotta start giving you credit, Tor. Um. <laughs> That's fucking outrageous. <laughs> no wonder you fucking left. <laughs> <laughs> I did that in the middle of the show? Yes. When the on, fuck was on that? On the hard wooden chair. <laughs> Please fucking play that again. By the way, I got to give you credit. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Oh. I got to start giving you credit, Tor. Um, <laughs> I'm a fucking puke, dude. Why would I draw attention to it? <laughs> I believe it was the evening show. So we were- <laughs> Stop, stop, <laughs> I'm fucking laughing. This heart hurts. Oh, I know this is the way I'm going out. I'm gonna fucking listen to a clip of me shitting on the air. Fucking laugh till I die. You ever seen Roger Rabbit? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. You haven't. Stop lying. These fucking weasels that are the henchmen of Christopher Lloyd, and they can't. If they laugh too hard, they die. And I've always, it's always stuck with me. I always think that's gonna be me at some point. All right, let me hear it one more time. By the way, I gotta give you credit. Oh, hold on one second. Oh. I gotta start giving you credit, Tor. Um, <laughs> the fuck did it come to this? <laughs> Mike fucking picking up that clearly. Oh, I had to boost it a little bit. I do like the fact that <laughs> oh, <laughs> everybody's disgusting. Oh, I just keep going with the show. Oh, God damn, that's funny. Oh, God, I don't know why that's so fucking funny to me. 
Oh, <laughs> everybody's better. <laughs> do you remember that one specifically? I do. <sighs> was it bad? I don't remember. Uh, it smelled, yes. We, Those we, beach strips, man. I, there's not a lot of healthy things going on on them beach strips. You know what I mean? Yeah, we closed out the show pretty promptly afterwards. <laughs> <sighs> there's not a lot. I'm just going to go to bed early and not drink tonight. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I know there's slices of pizza available, but I'm not going to have any. Okay. Okay. All right, we're good. Okay. I deserve to be in bombs and flubs <laughs> with that, most assuredly. That was unprofessional. I'd like to apologize to you and everybody in the house. Okay. My chick had gone to bed, too, right? She went around, wasn't she? I think she was in there. Oh, <laughs> God. I'm surprised I didn't get served with divorce papers as my birthday gift. Oh, God. Okay, you were saying? Uh, here we go next. Uh, we have a, another Ant-Man. Here. Can you put that in my fucking... We got to keep a catalog of those. Okay. Put that in a machine over we'll here. We'll do. Another Ant-Man? Yeah, from the beach. Oh. Play. I get I get that. Iggy! I keep thinking there's going to be a driveway where there's not a driveway. Like when we went to the the brewery, I thought the driveway was a driveway until I got up next to it. This is an amazing story. And it was a sidewalk. Corey, I need a transcription. (laughs) And then I went, and then uh, for some reason I put it in Google and I turned away from the beach road when I I had your your wife in my car and it took me down to the end. I had to make a a U-turn and then I almost passed the restaurant and had to make another U-turn. What was that one? Just because you did his, driveway 75 yeah, times? his rambling meltdown. I wouldn't say that's a flub. It's just he gets a word in his fucking head. I've, he does it on every single um, BMI, and he just repeats that word over and over and over again. I think it's almost like an anchor. Like, he has absolutely no base of, like, um, you know, his, his, his ship is not moored anywhere. You know what I mean? He's out on the high seas, so right. when he finally fucking sees a pier and he can tie off, then he just, that's whatever that phrase would be. He's hoping somebody can bail him out if he keeps on saying the, the key word. God, he just kept saying fucking, he just kept saying driveway, driveway. over and over again. <laughs> you go, say driveway again. <laughs> that was great. Is that the last one? Uh, no, we got three more. Three more? One more Ant-Man, two more tours. Uh, two more tours? Yeah, wow. two more tours. Right. So we'll go with the Ant-Man. A little, bit, a little bit of low-hanging fruit picking on Ant-Man, I'll, I, I'll say. I under, Yeah. I mean, flatulence, that's fine. But I think you're doing a lot of covering your own ass here. Well, we'll see. There's Let's two. hear it. Right, it's here's, very difficult to get enough fabric to cover that ass. Here's here's the last uh, Ant-Man. Oatmeal raisin, raspberry cheesecake, white chip, macadamia nut, caramel apple, double chocolate, S'mores, caramel brownie, and M&M. The raspberry cheesecake cookie and the caramel apple are probably my the apple. What? The caramel apple. What do you say, caramel apple? Apple. He can't. I don't know why. He anytime he's talking food, he lists ingredients. And he can't fucking do it. I don't know why he keeps doing it. I like that one because he caramel was apple. he was so strong. And then I mean, he was reading like a champ. He's steamed up. And then he had apple, and it just fucking. He might as well have been singing. These are a few of my favorite things when he's leading off those fucking reading off those goddamn ingredients. Man, caramel apple. Yeah, but you could fucking do a bombs and flubs just for the BMI every right. fucking week. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's... I do like hearing them, though. <laughs> You're being a little nitpicky this week, all oh, no, poor ain't Okay, okay right. I'll, uh, I'm right. sure he'll address that on tomorrow's I'm sure BMI. he will. Well, he doesn't oh, listen wait. to the show, so yeah, I'm sure he won't. And he'll be in Richmond, so... Oh, that's right. He's getting fucked tomorrow. Yep. Hey, good for him, man. That's going to probably keep him on the straight and narrow this prolonged time with his hooker that he keeps seeing. I hope so. I told him to bring her a gift this time. He said that was a bad idea. <laughs> I think it'd be a nice gift if you brought her like a fucking uh, Boston chicken, uh, Boston market fucking meal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, here's a nice side of rotisserie chicken. I got you some fucking sweet potatoes. <laughs> uh, she got it. You got to keep that fucking cake moving in the right direction. You know what she needs are carbs. Oh, boy. 
All right, right, come on. Yep. All right, two more. Here's uh, me forgetting a um, a chip name. Forgetting a chip name? What's that? Yeah. All right, let's hear it. I don't know. We talked about a lot of chips on this show. Chips. Uh, the good ones are, are in there, like the uh, the kettle style salt and vinegar or apple orchard one. Not apple orchard. What the apple f- orchard one? I want to make sure apple. everybody heard that. Apple cider vinegar. Well, I tell you what, you're out of practice, man. You can tell you get somebody back at the gym they haven't been working out. This motherfucker hadn't talked for over an hour in a while. That was back, and also you're trying to list like tentpole chips, and the one you're referencing is a seasonal offering that was out for maybe six weeks, and I know why. It's because we had a bag of them that was sitting in the back of that studio for about six fucking weeks, so you're walking past it, and that was the one that you remember, but then you called it Apple Orchard. Yeah, yeah, that's... I couldn't just say Doritos. Why couldn't you just say Doritos or Lay's or Ruffles or Pringles or Fritos? There's lots of chips that people seem to enjoy. Apple Orchard chips not on that list. No, they would not be. That's bad. That's a bad one right there. And then we'll uh, we'll close this one out with uh, me just not using a word. Okay. You know, unless I'm a backup, you know, I'm a fucking, you know, a journeyman type of guy. I I think there's got to be some sort of case that could be built there, Tor. I'm excited to talk about that because I, I now I get I excited now I just mark that yeah go ahead we'll have a fun we'll have a fun Friday this I can't week wait for the Friday we got show. two fucking weeks full of fluffs I've been tracking them all that was fucking terrible that is fucking awful oh that's terrible oh no that's terrible that's just were you trying to say I'm excited yeah or I am excited I've been excited God. I excited goodness gracious that was fucking awful dude. My God. Wait a minute, that's just you driving past. That's not the one I wanted to hit. I wanted to hit this one. You stink, Tor, you stink! So you're just driving past on your Razor scooter. Who says I excited? I don't know. I've never heard anybody say it, and I've been around the spoken word for many years. I want to beat that Tor up for saying I excited. That Tor could probably take you. I mean, you got to be weaker than that Tor at this point. Every day you're getting weaker flabbier. Big Shoot is gaming and he wants you to be a part of it. Head over to Chad Duke Show Gaming on Facebook, turn on your notifications, and you'll know when Shooter is going live. Tune in to see big finishing moves, tall vampire ladies, and samurais in Tsushima. Follow Chad Duke Show Gaming to get all the info you need on any of the giveaways that take place as well. Oh boy, wasn't that a lot of fun? I really, really enjoyed this week, and uh, re-listening to that deviled egg segment, it it brings a smile to my face. I don't know why, uh, probably just because it's silly, and a lot of the content that's being put out into the internet or radio or television or movies, it's not really silliness or, like, silly honesty, and that's kind of what you get with this show. There's, It's a show, uh, and we do talk about, you know, some topics that are not necessarily serious, but they can have a serious tone. Um, but the silliness is really something that I think people can uh, get on board with. And it is, I guess, true comedy, you know. But um, when you have those little glimpses into a uh, a real-life situation that you just wouldn't expect adults to, to take part in, that that's that's what the show is. And it's a, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's very, very um, fun to come in every day and... Uh, go to work and put on this show and I'm, I'm very happy that uh, everybody on the Friday show is listening and enjoying if you want more of this content go to chaddukeshow.com and subscribe try it out we have we're coming up on a year you will have a a back catalog of a full year's worth of shows I don't know what the quick math is on the top of my head 50 I think we're what now 47 weeks 40 47 weeks 
five episodes a week, uh, plus the bonus shows, plus the hoot nannies. So it's, I think, getting close to 300 episodes, maybe. Uh, but if you're interested in hearing a lot more of that and kind of the progression of the show, I know the P1s have enjoyed the development from last January to now of just all the characters and the rotating cast and the segments, the topics, and then you get all the, I mean, you, you get the staple shows that you hear us referencing on the Friday shows. You get all the beach shows if you subscribe. You get the, the mountain house shows. You get anything we've done remote, on location. We did a show in my parents' basement. Uh, we did a show at a Christmas tree farm. And then you get all the great stuff in the studio. We've had fantastic guests in the studio. We've had fantastic guests on the phone. So it's all there for you. Um, so it's not like you're just subscribing to get next week. You get next week in this Nashville recap if you subscribe. But you also get 300-whatever episodes prior uh so thank you very much to everybody that is a subscriber and if you are not hopefully this will entice you to become one all right everybody that is it for me and uh i guess we'll see how many more calls i get this week uh weekend rather from uh shoot in nashville i'm hoping for a great play-by-play and then if you uh if you do want to keep up with it i'm sure i'm, I'm certain it will be on our social medias at chad duke show on facebook and Instagram and then Chad Dukes on at Chad Dukes on Twitter and then if you're looking for other content that we've been putting out uh, Chad Dukes show on YouTube as well everybody thanks for tuning in we will be back at you next week with more friend that'll go on bobs and flubs next week awesome we'll be back next week with more fresh content thanks everybody for tuning in we'll see you <laughs>